This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. PropSwap. It's America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. So head over to PropSwap.com and download the PropSwap app today. And we're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. So go download the app today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And SoBet is where you can go sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And, of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app, your home, for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, welcome back, DJs, to the newly formatted show. It's your boy, Boston Gaffer, with the golf himself, Steve Shermer, and we're going to go ahead and break down uh, DFS and the outrights tonight. So we were both right last night, Steve. We were both right. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, I was trying to lead you in that direction, but uh, I was, yeah, you kept cutting me off. I'm like, all right, well, let's just sell this offline. But no, so, uh, where it's a new format, as you mentioned, we're into DFS ownership, and then we are going to get our outright bets to you tonight. Yeah, let's go. So you can bet this stuff for the market moves. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens, and then tomorrow we'll do, you know, some other bets. You know, prop bets, matchups, all that stuff. We'll, yep. you know, maybe and if we add anything to the card, yeah, right. So, so as far as this tournament, though, uh, so I, I guess we'll recap. You know, a little bit what we talked about last night. Uh, so, Capper, like, so what are the things you looked at? You know, in order to, you know, you know, pick apart the DFS card or, you know, choose outright, you know, what stats or like trends or stuff that are you uh, relying on? So I really I really dig that uh, the, the 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 winners played last week uh, trend. You know me, I'm a sucker for a trend. Um, and I think uh, Smith might have been the one off. Um, so it, it's going to be heavy, those guys. And then I want guys like you said, uh, with that with that bigger range of um, irons. I sent you that text that somebody um uh, t- tweeted at tweeted like, hey, this guy puts the best, like whatever, right? It was a, it was a very, uh, it was a cool, it was a cool tweet. Like, hey, this guy puts a great screen cap in there, and he's like, it's the most useful thing on the internet. And I was like, it really is, you know. So I take a look at those different uh, different metrics as far as you know, one twenty five to two hundred, where they where they hit at, and yeah, man, I mean that's about it. I mean it's pretty much everything we talked about last night, um, but I really do like that trend, um, especially for the betting card. Okay. Yeah. Whoever that guy was on Twitter, uh, that was very flattering. And uh, of course, I can't see it, but I will have my co-host send me anything complimentary or negative. Or negative. negative. Yes, as I've gotten a couple of those too. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I mean, like just to kind of recap what I talked about last night. You know, I you know mid irons are definitely really important here. Um, If there's any sort of skill set that kind of you know ties together with everybody, you know, it seems like driving accuracy. You know, guys you know, who would tend to be a little more accurate, do a little better here. This is definitely not prerequisites of this golf course. Um, even you don't even have to be that great of a putter. You can still do okay here. So, you know, some of the stuff like that, you know, as far as some other stats I use, I use proximity from 125 to 200. Basically, I just looked at the PGA Tour, took all those proximity stats for the last two years, and made just a composite average between 125 and 200. Uh, I also looked at, you know, uh, Performance putting on Bermuda, birdie a better percentage because as we'll get to a little bit with the weather port, I think these guys are going to light it up. Uh, and then not only did I take 
course history from Wiley. I always like doing like a correlated comp, like a composite index of like golf courses I think are similar. So these are the ones I use, you know, and a lot of them are mentioned last like Colonial, Detroit Golf Club, Mayakoba, Harbor Town, Sea Island, Sedgefield, and then the old white TPC. That's the Greenbrier. You know, there's a lot of cross over between guys who've done well at the Sony and guys who've done well there. I think those are pretty good comps. What that d- tells me is, you know, let's say you only have one tournament here and it didn't go very well, but if you generally do pretty well at those types of places, I can probably expect you to do pretty well here because it's there's a lot of similar qualities to those places here. So, uh, and then the last thing, just I'm keeping it kind of simple on the card. I mean, uh, most of these guys we have not seen since the RSM. A lot has changed or a lot could have changed. So yeah, I'm just going to keep it simple. Like if I know you're pretty good here, good, those correlate golf courses, you're generally good in Bermuda tracks. You know, you generally have that profile of the type that would fit here. Even if you weren't playing all that great in the fall, I'm going to go to you. So um, that's really what I'm doing. So, um, so why don't I give a little quick weather report too, as I alluded to it. I mean, there's not really much to talk about. It's pretty much similar to last week where temperatures in the mid seventies all week. Uh, wind between like three and eight miles per hour, pretty much every day. So these guys are going to light this place up. Yeah, it's nothing. These, you know, uh, especially if the greens are so soft from all the rain they've had, uh, these guys are going to light it up. I think 23, 24, 25 under is probably going to win this thing, which I think you probably have to factor in when you're betting certain guys to win Mm. it. If they can get to that level. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. So you don't think it's going to play like as firm and fast as it typically does? You think it's going to be even softer? I think maybe the fairways will run a little quicker, but I don't know. I mean, like even last week, like it didn't rain, but there were still mud balls. It's, yeah. You know, it, the balls weren't running quite as far. Like I, I think uh, I, I think these guys are going to destroy pretty well here, especially <laughs> without any, especially without any wind. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. All right, so you want to get to the uh, – we'll go to the DFS ownership report now. Keep in mind, guys, this is Monday night, 8 o'clock, uh, so these things can change. Anything that really changes or shifts overnight, we get more withdrawals um, or um, you know some ownership shifts. We'll address it on tomorrow night's show, but we'll just give you what what, what the initial uh, chalk is. Uh, so for the 10K range, as usual, it's going to be who you thought it was going to be. It's going to be Webb, M, and Leishman. Um, obviously, Bryson withdrew. Cam Smith is people are going to pull back a little bit. Obviously, the back-to-back winner thing is hard, and then uh, the Hawaiian Slam only what two or three other players have ever done it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah I think that, I think that's the case. Yeah, and people are fading uh, Hideki um, uh, in this range anyway. Yeah, um, I think then, people just are probably going to expect this thing to be low scoring, and I mean Hideki just. He's probably not going to get there. He's so bad on Bermuda, and I know last week was technically Bermuda, but like this is, I feel this is more true Bermuda, right? I mean, they are both true Bermuda. I think just we'll get to him in a little bit, but okay. he, he doesn't have the best track record here. Let's put it that way. No, he, he does not. And then yeah. uh, the chalk of the 9K range, um, Corey Connors and Taylor Gooch. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are the two that jump out, which understandable. Uh, Connors, world-class iron player, out, insane, like good history here. Uh, Gooch, obviously playing playing well. And it's yeah, and he's played well at some of their places I, I mentioned, like Mike, we played pretty well. RSL, yep. we played pretty well. So, yeah, I mean, that probably can translate to here, too. Yep, and then uh, 8K range. Uh, really, there's only there's only one, I guess, two chalky guys. Uh, you got my boy Seamus. Oh, three, I guess. No, two. Uh, so Seamus, uh, Seamus and Hanley are the two chalks at about 18% off the initial ownership. Yeah, with a little bit on Matt McNeely, too. He had a really nice fall. He tends to do a little better on these shorter tracks. So. I've seen his name bumping around Twitter today. Yeah, we'll talk about him. Yeah. I got a couple little nuggets on him that uh, maybe we can talk about later. 
Okay. And then uh, in the 7K range, a name I've seen all over Twitter, uh, played last week, Joel Damon or Damon. I really don't know how to say his name. Uh, did, he even, did he even do anything last week? No. I, I don't remember him doing anything of notes. No, he didn't. He was fine. His caddy was funny. I like his caddy, man. His caddy's, okay. a, his, his caddy's a really funny follow on Twitter. Yeah, he finished T28. Yeah, that's fine. The guy's just going, man. So what, right. they're, so what they're looking at is what? Nah, played like shit and still won. Uh, yeah, but that's Kuchar Kevin. played like shit and still but, won. Okay, but that's Kevin Nah and but, Matt Kuchar. Hey, don't don't shoot me, Bubba. I'm just telling you, fucking. I'm t- I'm, t- I'm telling you how people are doing it, right? Because I, I do the same thing with people. If you want to play a guy, you're gonna twist yourself into a, a reason why. And listen, Damon, uh, uh, Diamond Damon plays well on you know coastal courses. You know, Bermuda tracks. Bermuda, too. Bermuda yeah. tracks. So I mean, I think it's fine. Like whatever, he's jockey. Um, and, I, I mean, I, I look at my dashboard here. I think it's still like he's an accurate player. His ball striking stats are really good. I think that's just what's driving it. It's a pure fantasy national. This guy pops in the stats. I'm going to him. And he, he's popular in the social media golf Twitter sphere too. Um, All right, that's, he, he that's fair. Um, and then you got Denny McCarthy uh, over eleven. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. I mean, I guess you. I mean, yeah, that's it. I mean, those are the only ones over ten percent. Got a lot of guys making Stu Sink lineups. Got a lot of guys making Alex Smalley lineups. KH Lee. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Pete Dye, no, thank you for me with KH Lee. <laughs> um, or or Tom or Tom Weisskopf because that's yeah, that's true. Uh, Craig Ranch. That's true. Craig Ranch. I actually kind of like that course. Right? Didn't I like that course? No, you didn't. No. Which one am I? Th- uh, wait, that was the new course, right? Uh, for the Byron Nelson? Yeah. No. I don't remember. I, I, don't, that. I don't think you liked it, but whatever. Let's just move on. Moving on. <laughs> All right. And then we got in the uh, in the in the six K range. A huge fucking range this week, by the way. Absolutely gigantic. Yep. So uh, I'll just go with anything over five percent as chalk in the six K range. So we got Max McGreevy for mm-hmm. whatever reason. He's, he's been playing pretty well. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I know he's pretty. He's a pretty. He's a pretty good iron player. Um, yeah, so far at least. Yeah, exactly. Uh, your boy uh, Swafford at eight and a half. Why? Why is he my boy? I don't know. You mentioned him one time. <laughs> I think because he was playing well in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Like that's quite right. Yeah, that's quite right. And you got my listen. Anytime you're going to reference some scrub golfer, he he is now your guy. I, I mean, you should know this by now. Um, okay. Same reason I yelled at you for me betting Chris Kirk like a year ago. Um, okay. And then we got Mac Hubbard. Uh, wow, that's a really bad name for my accent. That was terrible. Um, <laughs> I even heard it. That was terrible. Uh, like eight, eight, a little over eight percent, and then we got nothing below that. So there's really only three, three chalky players. Um, it's funny. I, I thought some of the other guys might have been a little chalkier down here, uh, but like I said, it's Monday night. So once people start digging in, listening to stuff like this, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll so it seems it seems like big stars and scrubs week. I mean, a lot of ownership at the top there. Yeah. Um, and then just you're going down to the sevens and then like picking off a couple guys in sixes. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, makes sense. All right. All right. So why don't we take a quick break and then we'll start breaking down these ranges. All right, man. Listen, if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas 
online sports betting and casino play right to you. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. So get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. Uh, WinBet has some brand new bonuses. You bet five bucks to win $400 in free bets. And they're still running the uh, bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature. And you can earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime trip for the big game. You and three of your friends will get a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse. Two nights at the Win Las Vegas, which I've stayed at. It's very nice. And a $5,000 free bet at Win Las Vegas Sportsbook. And a five 5k travel credit flying first class baby so great promos odds and payouts are happening right now win bet from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport we have what you need to win so if you're ready to play go sign up today to receive a special offer risk-free thousand dollar sports bet bet big win bigger with win bet download win bet app now or visit wynnbet.com today all right, start breaking down the ranges. We'll start with the $10,000 range. We got Cameron Smith as the top, 11200 We got Hideki, 10006 Webb Simpson, 10500 Sung Jay, 10300 And Mark Leishman, $10,000. So, I mean, look, like, I mean, the I think the three best players I look at from a profile standpoint are the most popular ones. So, I'm yep. just going to take the, the least popular one of those is Sung Jay. I just love him on Bermuda golf courses. He played pretty go, good last week. You know, he's got a lot of things you look for. Puts well in Bermuda, pretty accurate, very, you know, decent history here, decent history on a lot of the golf courses I mentioned, good history on Bermuda overall. He's usually in the mix a lot um, over the last two years. He's been within five of the lead 10 times. I always like using that stat in order to try to, like, figure out guys who are going to be in the mix and maybe bet for outrights. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to really overthink this one. I'm going to go Sungjae. And then my fade is I know he's not all that popular, but it's, it's going to be Hideki. I just see this tournament being – you know, winning score 24, 25 under. And we kind of saw it last week. Like, yeah, he played fine, but he just was outgunned because he can't hit enough putts. And it seems like at the Sony, it's the same thing. It seems like a ceiling constantly is about like T19, T20. Yep. So, and I just, I don't like, like, like when I look at this golf course or, or like any golf course where it's relatively easy scoring additions, like pretty easy tee to green, like all these guys are really good. We can say a guy's a bad ball striker, but at the end of the day, they're all really good. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. When you put them on like a relatively, not all that challenging tee to green golf course, it shrinks the like advantage Hideki has. Cause he can be, take that really good ball striking, take it anywhere. A lot of these guys can't. So right. yeah, it's going to come down to a putting contest. I just don't trust him. So he's my fade. Yeah, uh, I mean, listen. So, so I'll expand on just a little bit on him because he was my guy uh, as well. And if you look at what he did last week, he was net neutral on approach, net neutral, and he still came in eighth, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, give me that. I love him on Bermuda, and I think it was. I think the reason I said true Bermuda is like I heard Andy say those greens were a little more like almost past pollen the way how sticky they were, and this. This will be a little more Bermuda, and he's that's his best putting surface. So give me Sanjay. Um, so I'll just – I mean, Webb was my other guy, just in case you played him. The tournament history here, two top 15s is the last two times he's been out. I mean, it, you. this is a, this is one of those ones where don't be contrarian, just be contrarian. Webb's going to play good here. Like, whatever. Like, that's it. And my fate's Decky as well for all the reasons you made. So that was a really easy range. Yeah, I, I think I want to make a couple of comments like what you just mentioned with Webb. I think we tried being contrarian at the Wyndham last yeah, year. I did. That, that was really dumb. That blew up in <laughs> our faces pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. You know, trying to be cool over here. And second of all, like, like, be careful relying on stats from last week. We kind of mentioned it where like, yeah, like Sung Jae was quote unquote net neutral. 
But he still hit his irons pretty well, but it's not going to look very good in the stats because I mean, everybody else got to hit your irons pretty well in order to get to what? 22, 23 20, under? They, 23 under, yeah. Yeah, you're going to hit your irons pretty good. So don't take a whole lot from last week. Like, you know, if you see like, oh, he lost like a stroke, you know, with his approach shots. Well, he still probably hit it pretty good. Right. So, yeah, don't get too caught up. And just look at the guy's overall profile and just, you know, maybe throw last week out. Like, for God's sake, 34 under one. Like, it's <laughs> very true. Throw it out a little bit. And the Capital is nine day in this place. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't bother too much. Of it. All right. I think I we like just range the bed. Let me move on. All right, let's go. All right, so the 9K range, you got Na, Ansa, Corey, Harris English. I feel like he's mispriced. Uh, Taylor Gooch at 9,100. So uh, rather small range. Um, <coughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, the uh, uh, My guy's Corey Connors, man. Um, I mentioned it last night. Um, I really like him. His course history here is really well. He didn't play last week, which sucks because that's a narrative that I really like. Uh, but a world-class iron player. His history putting here is insane. I don't remember where I heard it or if I read it. Tip, he gains over two strokes putting every time he plays here. Corey Connors. Like, that's fucking nuts. He is clearly comfortable with these greens. He can stick it. He can stick it on the very small greens. Yeah, man. Like, I love Corey Connors this week. I, I know he's chalky, but I love him a lot. I also like Answer, but I figured you'd talk about him. Uh, so my fade is Kevin Na. Uh, at the top of this price range, I don't care. I just don't. I don't like him. <laughs> like, I, like, I just I just don't. I don't want to play him. Like, I don't want to play him when he costs as much when I can go down two or $300 to play somebody who I think can actually win the tournament and answer a conference. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I, I can't really say a whole lot of negative about Corey Connors. I mean, I think he's basically the same boat as Hideki, but you're getting him $1,000 cheaper. Right. So if they're basically the same player and Corey Connors has a better history here than Hideki, I think that's 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 what I would do. You know, yeah, I mean, Connors, Connors, what, uh, T3, T12, last two times here. Um, right. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, the guy I'm going to talk about is answer. Like, again, I'm kind of just throwing out last week. I think that just was just an exp- exhibition where everybody was going low. If you just look at the strokes gain stats, I don't think it really tells a little story. Um, you know, he missed the cut here on the number last year. He hit the ball really well, but didn't putt very good. His other two finishes aren't all that great either. But, I mean, Kevin Na didn't really have too many good finishes, and then he ended up winning this place just because it just kind of fit him. He just ended up catching fire with a putter. I mean, answer kind of fits a lot of things I'm looking for. He's really accurate, pretty decent with his irons, especially with his mid-irons. I, like, I, I think I, I like a little bit of a bounce back from him. And then I'm going to fade Kevin Na, too. We're, we're in a green uh, agreeance on this one oh, i just think that like he's sandwiched between mark leishman who's a player i like and abram hanser i like just i i think like i would take connor's over him. i would take gooch over him i think i would take kisner over him like i i think he, i would take henley probably over kevin Nye. i think mm-hmm. he's just mispriced so yeah, uh so that's my fade of in this range okay i like it i love that right. fact that we are fading both of the same guys i'm sure that's going to work out fucking yeah swimming swimming bet it bet him outright <laughs> all right all right why don't we take a break and then we'll uh continue breaking everything down all right, so listen, I'm going to talk to you guys about PropSwap. It's where America buys and sells sports bets. The NFL playoffs are finally here. Steve, did you know there's such a thing called the NFL playoffs? I don't know. What's that like? I don't know. It's. Uh, I mean, I'm going to get bounced the first round this year, so I'm not, I'm not too oh, worried about stop it. Stop trying to reverse mush. I'm not trying to reverse mush. I, listen, I, unless it's like last game, then whatever. Anyway, moving on. And well, do, you know what the weather, do you know what the weather's going to be up here on Saturday night? I mean, it's Buffalo, so probably miserable. It's going to be uh, like 12 degrees, real field like three. Ooh, okay. No, no, no wind though, but hey, it's going to be cold. 
I like it. Josh Allen's eyes are so close together. They might like, I don't know, freeze up. I'm not quite sure. The, um, all right. Well, listen, anyway, back to prop swap. Prop swappers are finally cashing in. So like Steve, not this Steve from Tennessee, uh, who last week sold his $250, 100 to one Patriot Super Bowl ticket for $2,500 on prop swap. Steve locked in his profit when he turned his $250 bet into $2,500. The buyer got great odds. Uh huh. And the seller maintained times his bet. Good job, Steve from Tennessee, because that was a losing ticket. Uh, PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bet. So go hurry up and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtered listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales, and the red-hot tickets are for sale. So there's a loyalty rewards program that you can turn your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit cash match and when you use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to 500 bucks. So go take some of that Cam Smith money you should have followed us on and go deposit some of PropSwap. So join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, let's continue the ranges. We got uh, $8,000 range. We had Kevin Kisner, $8,900. Horschel, $8,700. Jason Kokrai, $8,600. Russell Henley, $8,500. Matt Jones, coming off that big performance of Capital, $8,400. Matt McNeely, $8,300. Eric Van Royen, $82. Seamus Power, $81. Charles Howell, $3,000. And Cam Davis, $8,000. So I kind of did a similar spiel about Abram Hanser. I'm going to make the same spiel about Billy Horschel and kind of throw him last week out. Uh, I mean, he played okay. Like, he had a good Friday and Sunday, not a very good Thursday, Saturday. But, I mean, he, you know, tends to play these types of courses pretty well. Uh, Like, his course history just on paper doesn't look great, but he finished, I think, T7 last year. So, I know he can actually post a good finish. Good putter in Bermuda, pretty accurate. Like, again, like, you get him on some of these shorter tracks, you like him there. Uh, He has a couple good, like, finishes of some of the other golf courses I looked at this week. So, yeah, I, I like him. And then... I'm not going to overcomplicate it. Charles Howell the third, like whatever form he's in, he's just good here. I think he's got like four or five straight top twenties. Um, yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to trust it. And I know his ceiling isn't very big, but for $8,000, I think I can plug him in and probably bank on a top 25 finish. I'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. All right. And then my fade this, my fade is Mavic Neely actually. Okay. And yeah, you know, I, I, I want to use him, but you know, and I know he's really good in short golf courses, but on Bermuda, he just isn't all that great. It yep. seems like the shorter golf courses are either POA or bent or overseed. Like, I think a lot of people, they they, they immediately put him to Harbortown, but a Harbortown's usually overseeded. It's not Bermuda. So I, 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 so I don't think I'm really feeling him this week, and I think this is his first time playing this golf course, too. I mean, I don't think that really matters all that much, but given his ownership, I think I'm going to fade him. Okay, I like it. All right, so I, I'm going with Kiz. Uh, it was literally my first thought. Last night when we did the show, I didn't know what the number was going to be at. I wasn't even sure if he was going to be in the field. But if he was, I was going to play him. And he's in the field. He's not catching any steam. He's not chalky. He gained over five strokes putting uh, last week. And when that putter gets hot, that putter can get hot. This is a perfect track for him. He plays all the comp courses very well. He's got a decent course history here. It's nothing crazy, but it's pretty good. Uh, you know, He's had two top fives the last five times he's played made all five cuts give me some kisner coming in hot like i i listen sometimes when my gut is this excited about somebody it goes horrifically wrong uh but i'm pretty fucking excited about kids this week um and that's not typically a guy that i'm on a lot um so uh and then so steve 
I wasn't initially going to take this dude because I felt like it was chasing based on what he did last week. But I'm a Mac Jones guy. And when I looked at his course history here, it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's, last, it's, it's okay. okay. Yeah. T11. Never missed a cut. He looked fucking incredible on Sunday. I think I, you're I think you're buying at the peak. Think I'm buying at the peak? Yeah. Okay. So so I had him written down and I got my boy Seamus Power. Um okay. I'll why you go back why don't you go to your binky? Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to play a little Matt Jones too though. Like I feel like I don't know. I got a sneaky feeling about him too. I like I, but but I'm aware of the fact that it could be chasing steam based off last week, but I like his course history here. But anyway, yeah, so Seamus Power does not have a good course history here at all. I think he missed the last No, time. he doesn't. But whatever, dude. It's not the same shape as power. This guy over the last year has been a completely different golfer than he was uh, prior to that. Um, he looked pretty good over the weekend. Nothing crazy. Nothing good. Nothing too, too bad. I think he started out really hot and then kind of faded a little bit. Lost some strokes putting. Um, but, you know, look, Tita Green, he did all right. Um, came in 15th in a stacked fucking field. This is, field is nowhere near as stacked as what he just did. Um yeah, man, give me give me some Seamus Power. That's who I'm taking. Um, if it's not Matt Jones, I'll probably split it up a little between the two, um, just for FOMO. And I don't I don't want to completely disregard my my gut on him. Uh, and I'm gonna fade Henley uh, just based on steam and and Jock. I, I mean, look, it's Jockey as shit. Um, I don't think he can actually win the tournament, so I'm not gonna take him. That's it. I mean, it's just that simple for me. I mean, at 20, percent I can I can pivot to guys who I think are just as good or better, and I can avoid some of the ownership. Okay, I understand pivoting away from Henley in the DFS. Yeah. I, I think you can make a different case based on what his number is on the outright, but mm-hmm. that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a yeah, that's that's a different story. We can talk about that later. Yep, but, agreed. Okay, all right. When we move down to the seven thousand dollars range, why don't you give me like three, four, or five guys that uh, you like down here? All right. Well, since my boy uh, withdrew, uh, I can't use the ear. Come on, man. Let's go. What are you doing? You're in Hawaii. Just go play, bro. I don't know. Whatever. Either way. Um, so I like a couple guys, man. Um, so kind of like you with Chucky three sticks, Brendan steal for me. Like, I'm just going to trust the course history. Uh, and he's 7,900. He's sub 10% owned. He's got, I mean, he, he plays really well here and, uh, he played okay at the RSM, whatever made the cut. Didn't play well at the Mayakoba. Uh, I think he finished top five at the Zozo and he just likes to play here, man. So I like, uh, I like him at, at sub 10%. And then I also like uh, – I like, give me Keith Mitchell. I know it's kind of a shorter curse for him, but I love playing him on Bermuda. And maybe he can take out some of the dog legs. He's pretty long off the tee. Um, but I like I like Killer Keith on, on these type of courses, 7,600. Same thing, sub 10%. I want to avoid any chalk down here if I possibly can. Um, and then back to the course history thing, uh, I'm going to go Kazire. Plays well here, 7,300. Our recent form is not good, but I'm just going to go ahead and trust the trust that he feels comfortable here, and I'm going to take him at sub 10 percent ownership. Okay, I don't hate that. Um, I mean, so I think I'm going to start with the, sort of the top here, the seven thousand hour range. Uh, so we've only seen, I think, like one tournament out of Christian Bazain who lately where he's mm-hmm. actually had like strokes gain. But um, I mean, if you haven't really been looking at what else he's been doing, he's got a sixth in the South African open. He had a fifth at the BMW European uh, championship, third of the corn Ferry tour championship, which is essentially like the Barbasol based on like some of the guys are in that field. <laughs> is that what power uh, one? No. Yeah. That's the one that, that's the one that power one, but like you get the guys who just missed the one twenty five there who yeah. end up going to play that. So it's the, he beat some good guys. In that field, he had a T15 in Mayakoba. 
So, I mean, the problem is you just haven't seen like anything recently as far as stats. I'm going to trust him. I think he's a good player. He crushes on Bermuda and I can see him pulling a Kevin Nod, just going lights out, you know, just for four days and, sure. you know, getting a win. So, uh, you know, I like him. I, I also like Keith Mitchell, too. Um, you know, he's got really good course history here. I'm just going to trust it. Uh, and like he he's like so remember for a while we were saying how bad Keith Mitchell's putting was. Mm-hmm. So now he's actually in the positive for his last 50 rounds. But it's not like consistently like good. It's like massive week, like crater. week, <laughs> Right. So but. What's appealing to me for him is that, like, I see all these massive weeks. Right. And, and I know he hits your betting on. Well, and I know he hits the ball really well here. So mm-hmm. if he can pair that yeah. with a massive spike on the greens. Oh, baby. Like, we can oh, get really baby. good things Keith Mitchell this week. Yeah. So I like him a lot. Um, Tom Hoagie, I like, too. He's got decent courses are here. I think he missed the cut in the number last year, but he's got a third here. He's got a 12th here. Uh, he played pretty well in the fall, too. And, you know, that's somebody who sneakily was in the mix a lot last year as far as, like, you know, heading Ooh. to the final round. So, Hoagie. yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's had. I think he's. He, so over the last two years, he's been within five of the lead seven times. It's actually one of the higher clips in this field. So, yeah, I, I don't mind him. I mean, All he's right. pretty accurate. He's he was hitting his irons really good last fall. Maybe he can pick that up again. You know, we'll see. Um, you know, if you want to talk about a guy who's really good at this place and correlated places that I looked at, Emiliano Grillo. Again, another guy that always seems to be in the mix too. A lot of these like dog tracks too. Yeah. So, but he's always around. Um, but I, I, you know, I'm just gonna rely on the course history. He's decent here, great ball striker, hits his mid irons really well. And I'm gonna go with him. And then, um, you know, there's only three guys who are Corn Ferry graduates. They're all the way at the bottom. I think I like Alex Smallway the best. I think he's a more talented one. He's had a couple top twenties last uh, fall. Um, he was really good in the pure Bermuda golf course too, like at Houston and. Um, the Bermuda Championship, those were where his top 20s were. He did pretty well there. He puts pretty well on Bermuda. Uh, so I'll just uh, go with him in this range. I just, I can't, I can't get that with you on Grio. I was the only one that I just, I can't. Okay. All right. I mean, that's just the stats guy. Yeah. He just pops up. So I'm just, I get I'm just it. Trust it. He's just, he's just so bad about him. <laughs> you know, actually, it's not as bad as what he used to be. Yeah. Okay. No, it's it's he's losing point two over his last fifty, which is not like. Oh, that's not no. That's not no. That's, that's not disastrous. That's, that's not, my my brain was saying he loses fucking four and a half. No, <laughs> let's, put, I mean? let's put it this way: Siwoo is a worse putter oh. over his last fifty than uh. Let's, Korea. let's let's not attack me. Okay. Let's not let's let's not do that. All right. All right. So. All right. Why well, move down to uh, under seven thousand dollars? So right, I was before, gonna, before we do that. Yeah, let's. Uh, my apologies. Let's let's, uh, let's go ahead and talk about better fantasy because the fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming in on the better fantasy app. Download the free to play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love better fantasy because you can cat cash awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity along the way. It's totally free to play. You'll earn your better credits by completing challenges and using them to place your bets. Better fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 states. So download the app today over at betterfantasy.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash S-G-P-N. Is my voice just still super scratchy? A little bit, but I think just because you smoked a stink before you got on. That is absolutely not wise because I was screaming my head off at the fucking Bruins game. And like yeah. whenever I scream now for like a long period of time, my voice goes away. Well, you're getting old, man. Yeah, I'm aware. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's go under $7,000. So, I mean, look, there's a lot of junk down here, including uh, John Ha, who you incredulously put on your uh, season-long fantasy team for a golf pool that we did. So Yeah, whatever. Uh, He's playing. 
He is playing. He's playing. He might, he might accrue $32,000 for you this week. Let's go. All right. So I think he's overrated, but I mean, he does really well on Bermuda golf courses. He puts pretty well on Bermuda too. So just Harry Higgs. I mean, maybe I can eke out a top 25 finish out of him. I don't think that's a lot to ask out of him. So I'll go with him. Scott Piercy caught my eye though. So he played a little better in the fall. He had two top twenties and he's a, horrific putter <laughs> but it seems like the last few times you put on bermuda he's actually gaining strokes like i think he gained strokes at the Wyndham. he gained strokes at the palmetto like he doesn't play a whole lot of bermuda the last like you know year or so but like when you put him on him he's been okay he has a good course history here so i think i'll go with him um and then a couple guys just i, I like that you know i talked a little bit at um i talked a lot about hayden buckley on our season preview show i think he's uh i think he's gonna pick up a win um, not, I don't know, relatively soon, but I think he's going to pick up a win this year. Um, I mean, he played really well in the fall, good ball striker, uh, makes a lot of birdies. That's a big plus for me. So I like him. And then master creepy has been playing pretty well, uh, this fall. He had a couple top twenties again, our decent ball striker, pretty accurate off the tee too. you know, it kind of plays well. So yeah, I mean, those are like, I got three or four guys that I'm banking on that are, uh, under 7,000. Okay. I like it. I'm with you on Higgs, but whatever, same thing. Like take that shit with a grain of salt when it comes to me. I watched one stupid video on him drinking vodka. And I thought, oh, there he is. He's I'm a, I'm a Higgs guy now. Um, and then, uh, so I also like, uh, Sabatini. It's been a minute since we've seen him, but he's got a good course history here. Well, what, you remember what happened the last time we saw him, right? I mean, we saw we him. Got DQ. Oh, DQ for the sticker. Yeah. Yeah. That's for, right. For, but, uh, yeah, he was playing okay too, coming off the bronze battle. He was. I well, I bet him a top twenty in that yeah. tournament. He got DQ'd at the first round. I wasn't too happy about that. I fucking forgot about that. I know you're shocked yeah. by that. The um, <laughs> <laughs> but he does have a good course history here. So yeah, yeah. good course history. Yeah, like whatever. Just bronze battle was was playing well at the RSM until he got DQ'd. Um, and then uh, I'm go back to the course history thing. Malnati, man, Malnati's got a pretty good course history here. I, you can roll your eyes, whatever. Dude, this is junk. This is I, junk. I mean, talk about a dude with a stupid hat. That's Peter Malnati. Yeah, that's fine. I don't, I don't, well, I, I can't say I don't because I definitely hate people based on how they dress. So, um, but either, <laughs> either way, the, um, Malnati, I'll take. Uh, and then, uh, give me, uh, give me Kirshner's boy, uh, Kadira. Uh, see, he can make a, he can make a lot of shit fit, man. Um, he's played like he can make a lot of shit fit. And he played pretty well in the fall swing, man. Got a first round leader, I think. Uh, yeah, whatever. And he's 6,100. He makes some stuff fit. All right. So to pull back the curtain a little bit on my spreadsheet. So I, I have it in three sections. I have established guys who have status on the PJ tour. I have its own section for the corn fairy guys. So when I update the stats, I don't have to like do a little extra work. And then I have guys who have absolutely no PG tour status and that's where Satoshi Godaira is. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, he's, he's on my sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. That, that's, I, that's it. I like it. I get it. He had a pretty good, uh, run. I think last April or so he did well at the quail. I think he did well at Harbor town, but I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm not going to him. It's fine. I'm just saying, look, he makes shit fit and okay. all right. I think we're done. Do you oh, have any? Your... Yeah, I know. New format. We just breeze right through that. It's pretty I know. good. How about that? All right. You got anything you're burning on? I mean, honestly, not really. What about, uh... the Pat- what about the Patriots? Anything? No. No. You're you're in a good mood tonight. Have you? Uh, what's going on with you? I don't know, dude. I just did a nice outright last night. We had a good show. God, I, I don't have a job right now, so I slept in a little bit today. Cleaned the That's house. Good. Ran All some right. errands. Dropped my suit up for the dry cleaners. Yeah, whatever. Like, okay. 
All right. Pretty pretty good move, man. <laughs> well, I guess I'm the I guess I'm the angry one of the yeah. uh, the two of us. You're the angry one of the two for once. There you go. <sighs> I mean, I all right. I guess I'm just gonna roll with this. I don't really know where this is going, but you know, just humor me. So yep. I mean, I don't really know what else there is to say. Um, you know, it's 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 funny that Joe Judge went on this eleven minute rant last week about we haven't quit and we're, you know, still a team and like I love our process, and yet you're down three nothing at your four yard line and you just give up. You decide that you'd rather just punt the ball back to the deep to uh, your opponent instead of trying to go for a first down. Like, what does that say about you? Like, I mean, like, I, I understand that they had injuries. I understand that they Dave Gettleman royally screwed up this lineup, but you're the head coach. These are professional athletes. You're supposed to coach them up. You're telling me you can't put these guys in a situation and like try to match their strengths to the, you know, to maximize their abilities. That's what good coaches do. And you just laid down and then you're going to keep your job. We're going to run you back. Like, this is what's so concerning as a giants fan right now. Like we know he's bad. Yeah. You know, I think the players know he's bad too, but the ownership is still justifying that he should keep around because they are stuck in the past. I, and this is what I think why I take this so personally I live in Western New York. I had a front row seat to the ineptitude of the Buffalo Bills for 20 years up here. And you know why it was? It's because Ralph Wilson was a terrible owner. Yeah. You know, he tried to go outside the organization back in 2004. He hired Tom Donahoe from the Steelers. That didn't work. And what did he do? He's like, oh, I can never hire anybody I can't trust again. It has to be in-house. We're going to bring back everybody from the Bills, you know, like, you know, legacy. We're going to bring it back there. So they hired like Marv Levy as a GM, hired old scouts, promoted guys that shouldn't have been promoted, kept guys around because, you know, Ralph Wilson trusted him. But even though they didn't really know anything about football, the same thing is happening right now with the Giants. It just nothing is really going to change. It's it's not a whole lot of hope. I mean, I hope I, I'm still praying that these reports are true, that they really will bring in an outside GM who's probably going to can Joe Judge. And now I understand why Joe Judge is so adamant to hire Kevin Abrams. You know, that's his plan because he knows Abrams is going to get rid of him. So it's right. job security. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That. No, I listen, you know, he's trying to survive. I mean, yeah. he, he's been telling these guys everything they've wanted to hear for two years, you know, because I think he knows he's over his head and he's just trying to buy time. So. Like, look, I mean, it just it, it is what it is. I'm not going to go full Kramer. I'm not declaring a free agent. I might adopt yeah. my philosophy with golf where, listen, I'm just my favorite team every week is just who I bet on. It's kind of yeah. how I adopted for golf. I don't really have go favorite golfers. And maybe that's just how I go about football if this continues. So uh, dude, that's, so that's so depressing. It is depressing, but it's been depressing you for the last ten years. You can't give up your laundry, and but I no, I'm, that, I'm, I'm not. It's got to be I'm, a stick from. No, no, too. I'm not giving the laundry up. I'm just putting it in the closet. Yeah, all right, I that's mean, that's all I'm doing for a little bit. I mean, look, I know nobody wants to hear Boston sports fan complain, okay? But when I was a fucking kid, do you remember how bad the Patriots and Red Sox were? I remember that so bad. So bad, so bad that a grown man made fun of me down here in Florida for wearing a Patriots jacket. One, my father was like, oh, "Dude, he's fucking ten. Like, what are you doing? Like, you got to stick through the the shitty times." Plus, you guys won two Super Bowls in this century. Yeah, but you know what though? It's different when you're a kid, though. Yeah, it's true. All right, yeah. I mean, now we're adults. We can make our own decisions. We've been through all this shit, and like, we we can realize that we don't have to put up with this stuff anymore. We have choices. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of how I am with the Celtics. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like I said, I'm still going to root for these guys. I'm still going to hope they get better. I'm not going to become like a Bills fan or anything, but it just, it's, it's just so, 
it's so crystal clear to me what they should be doing, and they're just doing everything wrong. I don't get it. I don't understand how you're a multi-billion dollar person and you just make so many terrible decisions. I don't get it. Yeah, man. It's, uh, well, so which Myra is running it now? Is it one of the idiot sons who didn't it's, do anything? No, it's it's John. John and then, is he still and then, running it, though? No, he is. He's He okay. owns more than 50%. Well, no, no, he has, he doesn't, but his family, the Mara family, does. That's what I'm saying. So now, is it the go, the silver spoon moron sons like the Steinbrenner kids and like you know what I mean? Like, no, it's it. No, it's still John, and then uh, his brother Chris. He's had a scouting, and then his nephew also has like a high level exec position too. Oh, it's it's screwed. Okay. It's, it's not great. Like I like I bet I was on Giants Reddit today, and why do you do that to yourself? By the way. You know, it's a it's it's an outlet. <laughs> you won't get on Twitter, but you'll get on Giants Reddit. It's an outlet, and the the hope now is like Steve Tisch, who owns like I don't know, like thirty percent of the team, is going to come in, and like you know, slap Mara around, and I don't like that's where the fan base is right now. Like hoping you know a, a movie a minority producer. owner, a minority. yeah, hoping hoping a minor owner who's a movie producer. Is gonna like talk some sense into John Mara. Like it's just it's not gonna happen. It's not well, realistic. First of all, this dude must be one hell of a fucking movie producer if he owns thirty percent of a fucking NFL team. Yeah, he was the executive producer of Forrest Gump. Oh, that's yeah. literally all he needed. Yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think he's got, he's got I think he's got Snatch. Like he's got he's got a couple other like big movies. Well, Snatch is a it, Snatch, is, Snatch like, is a big movie. Fuck yeah, uh, like to us, but like, like it's not like a blockbuster. Like Dags. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Caravan. So, uh, anyways, yeah, he's got his force have, have you seen that? Uh, I guess it's probably not even new, Guy Ritchie, but I was bored and couldn't find anything to watch the other night. It was the gentleman. Have you ever seen that one? No, I haven't. I, I watched a couple of other, like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking. Yeah, Barrel. that movie's fucking great. I like Lock, Stock. Yeah. That, that movie's great. Yeah, but, I haven't seen it. I've seen it in a while, but yeah, I've, I've seen all those movies. So, the gentleman's a newer one. It's got McConaughey in it, um, uh, the guy from Sons of Anarchy. It's good. You should watch it. It's okay. a good watch. All right. Maybe I'll put if, that on the list. If you like Guy Ritchie, if you like Guy Ritchie movies. I do. I don't mind them. So, all right. This has gone off the rails. A- anyways, I, I don't have a whole lot of hope with the Giants. I'm just hanging on, I guess. So why don't we take another break and then we'll uh, get to outright winners. Try to Let's, hit another one. Let's go. All right. So listen, since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social, like Giants Reddit. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new products. So head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself through their fully functioning and free web app. You can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. Uh, This app includes the consensus lines for Vegas, a feed to see what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off of Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want as long as somebody is on the other side willing to take it. So let's get back to the roots of sports betting with SoBet. So go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And do not forget to go download the SGPN app, which is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. This app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us a review on the app wherever you're listening, man. Uh, Apple, 
Uh, what's the thing that I don't have that everyone else has? Spotify. <laughs> Send some reviews over there. Uh, and don't forget, Sean and Ryan uh, are starting to do uh, a college football playoff uh, where they're calling the play-by-plays on the simulation so college football fans can get what they really want, which is a 16-team playoff at least. So don't forget to go check them boys out doing that. Yeah, the videos all uh, dropped on YouTube today. They're pretty good. So definitely worth uh, go go watch them. Nice. So, all right. Outrights, a day early. Day early, baby. All right, why don't you kick it off? Who you uh, Who's on your card right now? All right, so I only got three down so far. Like I said, I want to see what you had to say tonight. Um, I was able to get them before. Um, uh, Bryson withdrew. So I got Connors at 25. No, I got Connors at 28. I got Connors at 28. I got Sanjay at 20. And I got Kisner at 33, and his number hasn't moved. So those are my only three right now. And like I said, I was texting you earlier. I was thinking about Sheamus. Kokrak kind of sticks out at me like feel like that number's wrong in this field. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let me ask you a question about Connors. Yep. How many times do you think he's gotten to minus 20 or better in a tournament in his career? I mean, based on the snarky way you're asking me, I will say two. It's one. That's close. Dick. Well, it's it was the one he won. <sighs> okay. He won the Valero at exactly 20 under. Okay. I, I guess that's my concern about Connors. Okay. Is I, look, it's I, a valid concern. If I think this thing is going to be like, like mid twenties, yeah, he has a pretty defined cap. Yeah, that's so true. like I mean I think his best year is minus seventeen. I don't think that's going to cut it this week at the Sony. Like I, I I think they need they would need like a day of wind in order to keep like the the scoring under twenty. So okay, I don't know. Like I like Connors. I think I'm settling more for like matchups in the top ten for him. Okay, so, but I get it. I, it's I think the number is good on him. All right. Um, I kind of just decided yesterday I'm just going to bet answer. Okay. Just whatever the number was. I found him at 32 to 1. I just bet it. Okay. So I, I just, I'm, I'm going to ignore last week. I'm going to focus on, I think this is a good golf course for him. I think he can bounce back. I've seen him have very good performances on Bermuda before with like the Heritage when it was all Bermuda and Southwind, which is his only win on PGA yep. Tour. So I'll go with that. Uh, I'm going to trust your gut on Kisner. I didn't want to do it. I got a 36 to one on him. Nice. So I'm just going to trust it. Uh, like I should have trust you, trusted you on him at the Wyndham, which I have getting 30 on him anyway. So it right. doesn't matter. Yep. But it's I'm just going to trust you on that. Um, Russell Henley probably should have a win at some point within the last two years. He's been really close because he spits the bit on Sundays. I know, but. I mean, this I'm not betting 25 to one Russell Henley. I'm betting 40 35. to one Russell. Henley. Oh, you got 40 so, to one Russell Henley. All right, so I got 35 still. Okay, so listen, like he dominates these types of golf courses. He has won here before. We haven't seen him like he would buck the trend of guys who played last week. You yeah. know, end up winning. But I think he's a good player. I think he's a good fit here. You know, he puts. You know, his he puts pretty well in Bermuda historically. He hasn't put very good last you know year. That's kind of why he spits a bit on Sunday. You know, New Year maybe he worked on some things. So okay. again, um, I'm gonna blindly bet Billy Horschel again, forty-five to one. You okay. know, I just I, like I can draw him and lines to a couple other places I I liked, and he finished T seven here last year. Again, this played is last week. Yep. 
yep, you played last week. This is type of golf course. It tends to do pretty well at, you know, I think he can, you know, light it up on the Vermina greens. And like, I, I like, I can see him actually getting to 25 under, like, I think Corey Connors is a better player than Billy Horschel, mm. but I think with just how this golf course is the gap between Horschel's ball striking and Connors ball striking shrinks and horse was just a better putter. So yeah. I can do that. And then I got Keith Mitchell 90 to one. I'm oh, nice. You know, so he, so what I mentioned earlier was like, he's finally net positive with the putting, but it's like big week, bad week. No. And if he could just mention really good ball striking here, which he has done before with a big explosive putter, you know, he can have a big ceiling and I've seen him go really low at the CJ cup, which I think he got past. Third, right? under. Did he? Well, he yeah, he was there? third there. And I think he was like 22 under there. So I know he can go low. Uh, there's I, he played pretty well at quail too. Like, like there's been a couple times in the last year that Keith Mitchell was really in the mix and he's 91 and he plays really well at the Sony. So mm. I thought that was a good price on him. And I just took a stab. So that's it. That's my card. And I'm probably just gonna, you know, maybe use one or two more for live bets, yeah. but I feel pretty good about it. I think it's a good mix of right. the trend of, you know, guys who played last week who, uh, you know, end up winning a Sony. I think it's a collection of guys that either have done really well at the Sony or just are good course fits for it. I like it. All right. So I'm going to tell you an answer. Okay. Just because I liked him last week. I'm going to get a worse number per fucking usual. But all right. So that means I want to add one more between Kokrak and Seamus. Okay. I don't know which way I'm going to go. Maybe I'll put a little sprinkle on Keith because I can only find Keith right now. I've looked at my local, but his numbers always blow. So I, I think of the two and I, I kind of, it's, it's kind of a stupid way to think about this, but sure. like Kokrak won what four or five starts ago. Yeah. Just like intuitively is Kokrak going to get another win within like five starts. And that, would, you, be his, did, that, would, it, that would be his fourth win. Isn't that it, almost what you said? Can you imagine Kograk winning three times in a single year, and then he basically, didn't... yeah. So I mean, like now this would be four in like fourteen months, and Kograk did like he does better on harder golf courses. This is gonna be easy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I like Seamus Power better of the two. I I know he opened at fifty. He's dropped all the way down to fucking forty. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to sleep on this one. All right. Well, we got another betting show tomorrow. We can talk about it if you need uh, some more therapy. <laughs> that's right. All right. You got anything else, brother? <laughs> no, that's it. So tomorrow we're going to go over the rest of the betting card, you know, props, matchups, uh, you know, maybe some nationality stuff. First round leaders. We'll do yep. a little different format than what we're, you know, you're used to. But yeah, I, I, it's going to be a, a good show. If we add any other outrights, we'll let yep. you know. Uh, changes add, to DFS. Exactly. But that's why we're putting all this stuff on Monday to get ahead of it. And then we'll update you tomorrow. All right, that's it. Well, listen, you know where to find Steve. Go read his article at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You can find him in our Slack channel. Um, just hit me up on Twitter if you, you can't figure out the link. Uh, that's Boston underscore Capper. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, trying to get like, a little more engaged. I'm actually doing it this year. So, yay. Um, and uh, other than that, man, uh, that's it. We'll talk to you people tomorrow for, uh, for some more bets, and we're going to bring some more fucking money in. Let's go. Let's go.